Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hey, welcome to the free webinar on how to increase your sales. Uh, this webinar is specifically for people, salespeople or entrepreneurs wanting to increase their sales by at least 25%. And most of the examples I'll share today are B2B sales. So if, if this is relevant for you and you need to either uh, increase your sk skills, sales and results to hit your quota or even do your super stretch so you can get an amazing bonus or profitability for your company. This is the right course. I am Rick Highland, president of CI for Life, LLC. Happy to be with you. I just wrote a book called The Truth About Being a Rainmaker, Seven Principles for Sales Excellence and developed a course from it. And so uh, this is my free webinar for you, B2B salespeople that want to uh, enhance your practices. And it's really built off my story of 100X, my consulting company over a 10 year period. Uh, going from $500,000 a year run rate to $50 million. And so these are the principles I used. And I've been, in the last three years, I've been coaching small business and entrepreneurs and salespeople on how to increase their sales. So that's uh, what this free webinar is for. So you can see the seven principles that I'm going to cover today. Believe in your cause, know your avatar, or ideal customer, become a trusted partner. Trust is going to be a key word that we're going to talk about through this whole webinar. Build a, a good business development system. Uh, people are missing some of key parts from that. Live in a spot of innovation so that you can be a long-term rainmaker, not just a short-term for a quarter or two or a year or two, and then be your best every day. Um, these are the principles on how to 100X your company and increase your sales. So hope that you're in the right place. Hope you'll enjoy the journey. This is absolutely free. I will have some big free offers, one worth $500 at the end to 10 people that hang on till the end. And then of course, you can always, there's another freebie that everybody will get. So hope that you'll hang with me and that you'll see value and that you get out a pen and paper and start to build your plan as we go through these principles. You could come up with a sales improvement plan based on this webinar today. So again, my objective today is just to inspire you, hopefully come up with some ideas for a sales improvement action plan that you'll pull a nugget or two or three uh, particularly the first five principles, I'll take you right through to action. Uh, and then my assumption is you already have a signature offer or a key product. This is not this is not the webinar to learn how to develop a key offer. This is the webinar. I've got a product and service on, online or B2B, and I'm trying to sell it and do it more effectively. So that's the purpose here and my assumption. So first of all, a story before I jump into those seven principles. So I was uh, the youngest hire in my company's history. I was employee number 30. Um, and then I was the uh, 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 youngest senior manager in the company's history at 33. And at 34, I was demoted and given a small responsibility with two coaches in Alaska. And um, so this story is about how to go from devastation or failure to say, okay, well, I, that's embarrassing, that's humiliating. When they gave the promotion, I went in front of a boat, in front of the whole team. By then, it was 100 people. And um, uh, promptly a year later, saying it's not working, we want you to refocus and retarget in a different area. And it was humiliating. It was devastating. I'm not going to lie. 
And I did think about quitting and moving on and trying something new, but I went back to my cause and my purpose, which I'll explain here in a second and realized I did want to do it, but I want to do it right this time. And I don't want to just leave it up to hard work and building relationships um, and listening to my, I want uh, to learn a process, Nick Saban, Alabama, Crimson Tide, a process, right? All the great sports teams focus on the day-to-day and the process and the leading indicators in order to get to the big result. That's one of the learnings I hope to share with you today. So anyhow, in the middle of that failure, I had to say, I decided to continue on. And um, over that next 10-year period, we 100 x And uh, this is the story about how we did that. This little particular elevator story about three or four years into this journey, we'd already had some success, but we hadn't really cauterized the process or articulated like we want yet. And uh, it was just a singular experience that happened several times. But I was in an elevator going from fourth floor down to the first floor, senior managers in the elevator with my peer and I, Jerry Weisenfelder, and we're sitting there and, and uh, this senior manager at this tower says, hey, Rick, by the way, can you come by my office tomorrow morning? I need to make an order of several coaches for my area. I heard that you guys are just doing great work with Gary and his other area. So we got out of that elevator and we laughed to ourselves, man, we must be the luckiest salespeople, luckiest consultants in the world. And was it luck? It wasn't. It was a process. And that's the process that I want to get so that you can get orders out of the elevator or overnight as you sleep. Um, so the first principle, without further ado, let me jump in. And again, I hope that you are uh, got a pen and paper and you're going to develop a bit of a plan as we go here. Believe in your own cause. This is all about purpose. This is all about, you know, people say, well, how do I stay motivated in sales? It's hard during the lean months. Absolutely it is. But if you really fundamentally at the end of the day believe your product or service can make a difference in people's lives, you're going to stay motivated. You're going to stay focused. You're going to stay working when others give up. When lean months or lean weeks are happening, you're not going to give up. So make sure and identify your purpose. Uh, McKinsey Consulting has done some really cool studies on purpose. If some of you know me already, I'm a big purpose guy. I already got a book called Live Your Purpose Step-by-Step Guide on Amazon to living your best life. But uh, McKinsey does some great work. The latest studies in May, 2020 talks about the importance, even out of COVID, the employees that say they find purpose or able to live their purpose at work are six and a half times more likely to be more resilient. And in sales, do we need resiliency? Do we need motivation? Do we need energy and passion? Absolutely we do. So the first step before we even jump into how to build trust in the sales process is Do you really believe in what you're doing? Does it fulfill you? Does the product and service bless the lives and bring inherent benefit to other businesses or consumers? If the answer to that is yes, carry on. Um, Let me give you a couple of examples here. And of course, if you're Apple and Google and some cool tech, that's a little bit easier to say, oh yeah, I'm making a difference. I'm changing the way information is digested in the world. I'm bringing incredible products. I'm bringing laptops to every home. Remember that was their original mission of Apple. Um, but what if you're just like a lumber company and making two by fours? Can you really get jazzed up about purpose? Well, let me tell you a story about my friend, Greg. And the answer is absolutely yes. He was a supervisor when I started coaching him at the time of a uh, small stud mill that was uh, actually a really high performer. Um, 
And one of the things he used to do every weekly crew talk and every monthly business review with his team is stress purpose, stress why, stress value. Why is it so important that we do quality? We're actually, these two by fours are going into homes for Habitat Humanity. These two by fours are going into homes so they can, people can get their first homes. They, they can live the American dream to have a home. We need to make this quality. He's constantly tying two by fours to purpose and why it is so important that they do it efficiently and effectively with high quality. And um, he had a very motivated team. He had a very focused team and he had superior results for the next 25 years. And one of his keys before he retired and was super, uh, you know, promoted, promoted, promoted was that he saw purpose and value in what he was bringing to his customers and to his team. So if a tech company can do it, if a sawmill company do it, you can find uh, your purpose in uh, and your value to deliver your companies. And obviously, there's two applications here. You can do a personal purpose statement. I've got lots on my website or in this book that I just referenced, um, ciforlife.org, that you can read more about that. But today we're talking about the importance of having organizational purpose. And when you're talking to your clients, talk about the why. Before you jump into the benefits and the product and the service, talk about the what. What's your noble cause? Why should they care? And uh, the question at the bottom here is, what is your purpose and cause that makes your company product meaningful and unique to your clients? If you can answer that with passion, clarity, and certainty, you're ready to be a rainmaker. That's the first principle and ready to be. It's a real simple one, but it's important. If you can't, if you don't see value in what you're doing and bring a noble cause to find another product to sell, seriously, you will not be a rainmaker. You will not be a top 1%. You will not be able to increase your sales exponentially if you don't really believe in what you're doing. If you do, that's awesome. Let me give you another example. In consulting for us, it was this. Two things that we tried to, before we talked about how we do it and what we deliver, it was, we're gonna bring you a bottom line ROI. Every time we pick up a piece of paper, we do an engagement with you, we're gonna get an ROI out of that. Four to one is what we used to talk about. So who are the clients, of course, that might be interested in that? That's principle number two. But the second thing we start that can bless your people, that your people will get promotions, they'll have an increased increase skill set to manage and lead in a high performance way. And those two things, those are our whys. We're passionate about helping people, passionate about getting an ROI for business. And those things, every time we talked about that, every time we talked to a client, we mentioned that purpose. Before we even jump in and call it something, before we jump in, explain the benefits and cause, talk about your why. Why is this so noble? Why is this going to benefit you greatly? I'm going to make you an argument that every successful salesperson, every successful company starts with a clear why. Okay. So I hope you'll take some time, if you haven't already, to articulate your why, or at least minimally, what is the benefit, unique benefits you're bringing to your clients? And then, of course, if that is important to you, bring that to you every client interaction you have, whether that be online or face-to-face -face or whatever it might be. Principle number one on how to be a rainmaker. Second one, and also to set up success, is a focusing, a targeting you can't just be everything to everybody. You'll hear me say that a couple of times here if you want to be a rainmaker. Hey, glad you're enjoying the podcast so far with CI for Life. Isn't it awesome? Great guests, great ideas, great ideas about sharing knowledge about being a sales professional, improving your practices, your skills, 
and ultimately results. You want to hear more, please join our Patreon podcast on Podbean. See you over there. 